Welcome to Fiercely Authentic. My name is Natalie Gifford, and I'm here to help you lean into your most authentic self. If you are looking to explore the hard things, navigate through your healing, and be empowered by knowing you're not alone, you've found the right place. I'm here to walk through your healing and hard stuff with you, to encourage you to grow and expand outside your self-imposed limitations, and to realize that you are worth your very best. I want this podcast to be a safe place to explore our most precious relationship, the one we have with ourselves. In doing so, allowing our outside connections to be strengthened and freeing ourselves to live our best lives. Welcome to Fiercely Authentic. Now let's jump into today's episode. Hello, everybody. Man, it has been a minute. Oh my gosh, I am so sorry that I fell off the face of the earth there for a while. But just to be honest and be fully transparent, like I like to be anyways, I've been struggling really bad, really, with uh, postpartum depression and kind of hit a really, really low place. I mean, very low. Fighting with my husband every day. Um, Thinking not like suicidal thoughts or anything like that, but thinking, you know, how much better life would be if I just wasn't here. Like, not I didn't want to kill or hurt myself, but just contemplating how things would be different and at the time I thought would be better if I just didn't exist at all. And that's scary, y'all. It is very scary. And me even knowing as much as I know about mental illness or, you know, and, and, dealing with it pretty much my entire life it it still got very scary and I had to I had to take a step back and thank God for my husband for basically knocking me on my butt by telling me you know all I do is do for others and I've been expending so much energy here I am preaching to y'all about um being you know, protective of your energy bubble and making sure you're filling your cups that I'm preaching all this good stuff to you, but I wasn't following my own suggestions and, um, hormones being out of whack, not sleeping, still trying to figure out, uh, this thing called mom life and wife life. Cause it all happened really at the same time. I just, I spiraled. I'll just be honest. I spiraled. But what I started doing is I connected with some friends. Um, I started going back to CrossFit. That was one of the promises that I made my husband is I was going to start working out again because he knows how much I love it. Um, I started a CBD oil regimen, and I'm actually looking into doing a CBD oil vape uh, where it's a little bit faster acting because I did notice a difference with it lifting my moods and um, helping with my chronic pain, uh, but it's it doesn't seem to be very fast. Now, of course, with natural supplements like that, I know it's not going to be fast like medication is, but at the same time, I don't, I don't like medicine. I've been having to take medicine for so long for so many different things that if I can find something natural to help me, um, I would prefer that. And then also, you know, dealing with anxiety and, and depression, like I have been, um, and all the side effects from those medications that help it that actually kind of just exasperate everything else. I just, I'm, not for me, if I can avoid it. 
medicine medicine is not a bad thing. I'm not saying that. It's not a bad thing, but it's just if I can avoid it, I do. Uh anyways, but speaking of um things just kind of spiraling, I want to focus in this episode on postpartum depression. Y'all, it's I don't care what your grandmother tells you. I don't care what Sally Mae that sits next to you at work tells you. <clears throat> Speaking, I don't I don't I don't I don't care if you're a stay-at-home mom or if you're a go back to work mom. Postpartum depression is real and it is scary and it should be it should be monitored and it should be taken care of and and the first person that has to do that is yourself. So if you are an expecting mother or if you're a mother who just had a baby and in fact postpartum depression can affect you up to five years after you've had a baby. The first year is kind of the deciding factor of whether or not you're going to deal with it and that's where it can get really bad and really scary really fast is the first year. But postpartum depression can actually affect you up to five years after having a child. Let that sink in. If you know a single mom who is dealing with so much stuff on her own, let that sink in and let this be the catalyst for you to reach out and don't ask her if you can help because she's going to tell you no because that's what we do. That's just what we as women do. Go help her. Just show up at her house Make sure she's there, obviously, and she knows you're coming. But don't just just show up at her house and do the dishes for her. Oh my God! If if like the dishes could have just been done, because this let me just describe to you what I was dealing with. These these are the thoughts that I was having or I've been dealing with. Um, I'm not I'm pulling out of it now. I'm in a much better place now. But whenever I was in the deepest throes of it, I would wake up in the morning and look at my house and hate it. But then I'll be distracted by this bundle of joy, which I don't, please don't let any of this make you think that uh, any kind of negative thoughts towards my child happened. It did not. It was all self-contained. I would look at my house and I'll feel like a failure. But then my child would want my attention and I'll feel feel like a failure for trying to clean my house instead of paying attention to my child. I would feel like I was not good enough for having my kid. I would actually continuously wait for that moment that I would wake up and find out that having a baby was still a dream and it wasn't really happening so that kept me down I felt like I was a failure of a wife because I didn't want to have sex I didn't want to be touched I felt like I was a failure of a wife because I wasn't participating in the relationship I was so focused on my kid and then if I started paying attention to his father I would be guilty feel guilty again for paying attention not paying attention to Paxton and then I would look in the mirror and I would see my body the postpartum body and I would hate it but then I would feel guilty because my body just performed an absolute miracle it's not supposed to have a child and here we we carried one Full term, no problems. He was a good, big, healthy baby. Pregnancy was fairly easy. I had some issues, but not many. And I hated my body. And then I would feel guilty for hating my body. Then I would feel guilty for trying to spend time on on getting my body right and feeling good physically because I wasn't paying attention to my kid. Then I felt guilty at work because, well, first of all, 
feeling guilty because I left my kid at daycare and I wasn't at home. But then I'll feel guilty at work for work if I had to miss because my kid got sick or he had a doctor's appointment. I felt inadequate at work. I learned a lot of things about myself. A lot of things. I realized that I had my validation rooted in so many things outside of me that I'm honestly thankful that I went through this low period because I don't think I would have ever realized that I validated myself so much by how much I could do at my job and how well I can do it and how irreplaceable I thought I can make myself that when I couldn't because I was exhausted or I was at at home at home with Paxton or he had a doctor's appointment or whatever I I felt like a total and utter failure not to mention the fact that I came back to a whole new position so I was learning and I wasn't just good at it and and I hated that Oh my God, y'all. It was a terrible, terrible spiral. And and I think, and this is my opinion, I think all moms, especially new moms, go through that. And I mean, on top of that, on top of your hormones just being out of whack and causing all these crazy thoughts to go through your brain. On top of that, you're, you're, you have no, you're not getting any sleep. So that's messing with your mentality. On top of that... Um, we place these unachievable expectations on us on how we are supposed to perform as a wife, as a mother, as, a, as, as just a woman who has children or whatever, a working woman or a stay-at-home mom or whatever. We place these unachievable expectations that we, I mean, thinking back, I just knew, I know there was absolutely no way I was going to live up to that. But in the throes of it, I was putting those expectations on myself. So when I would fail, I would just crash and it was scary postpartum depression is scary all depression is scary obviously but postpartum is very scary and I think I even had the mild case of it compared to some women so if you're an expecting mom please please don't be fearful of this but be mindful of it and make sure you're checking in with yourself and the old cliche, make sure you're giving yourself time. Make sure you're, you are pouring into your own cup. And if you feel like you are getting out of control mentally, talk to your doctor. Talk to your loved ones. That's, that, was, that was really when my eyes were open. Whenever I basically looked my husband in the face and just say, how could you even stand to be near me? Don't you just want to leave me? And he was like, oh my God, you, there is something wrong with you. And he knew he wasn't being he wasn't being cruel about it, but he was just like, "Oh my God, there is there's something going on. Um, you need to you need to start reevaluating things. So lean on your loved ones that are involved in your life, uh, because when you're in the middle of it, you you can't see it. You just can't. Um, talk to your doctor uh, if you're going to counseling. Make sure you're talking about this. If you're not seeking a counselor, make sure you find one. Um, I mean. I was even using the counseling texting apps because I knew I wasn't going to have time to go. So I was I was going to counseling through my phone, which that doesn't replace a, a good counseling session, but I didn't think... Anyways, it's, it's a tool. It is a tool there, so you have somebody to talk to. Um, and just 
just be mindful and just check in and just remember that this is something that all mothers deal with and you are not a failure. You are not a failure. If you know that, if you realize that you're going through this, this does not mean you're a failure. If you realize it and you start actually actively trying to combat it and, and grow through it and, and work through it and get a good balance in your life and in your brain, that makes you a damn good mother. So this was a wake up call for me, but I'm back uh, and I might not, I'm, I'm still kind of up in the air on the schedule of these podcasts. I'm probably only going to do like one a month until I can really get things going, especially now since it's holiday season and I know everybody's busy. I'm busy too. So this, this will probably be the only one for December and I'll probably really hit the ground running in January. Um, but also make sure you check out my blog. I am going to start that back up. I'll probably focus more on that and getting some blogs out just because it's really easy to write. Um, where it's not always easy for me to get somewhere where I can record. Um, I mean, you know, babies, they're, they're loud, but anyways, I'm so glad that I'm back. I'm excited. I feel really good about this. Uh, especially now I don't feel like I was there for a while. And I'm so thankful for my audience and my listeners to, who understand that I just needed that break. I just needed to pull back, but here I am. I'm back. I'm ready to run. And I'm so excited to to talk to you and to remind you, just like I had to remind myself, that you are worth your very best.